Hello and welcome to Cartridge Cinema Club, episode 72. My name is Mark Champlin, and today I'm joined by Alex Wallace. What the fuck is up, girls and gays? Um, I might I might sound a little different this week because I am currently uh, sitting on the floor in my entirely unfurnished new apartment that I haven't actually moved into yet. But it seemed like a uh, it seemed like a nice, quiet place to record a podcast. So I'm just like sitting on a blanket in the corner with like my laptop and a microphone phone on the floor out here recording cartridge cinema club uh in the in the most optimal possible way how's it going mark uh the 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 slight um the slight wall bounce is um it's uh, the slight echo is comforting to me for yeah, some reason it's, it's it an reminds <laughs> it's an aesthetic choice it reminds me of it reminds me of like being in like my elementary school's basement <laughs> Which is where we would go when it would rain and we couldn't have P.E. Oh, man. Bummer. That was very specific, and I don't know why I brought it up. But anyway, anyway, what did we I'm watch doing this week? just fine. <laughs> uh, so this week we watched uh, Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within. Uh, it is a 2001 uh, animated uh, American CGI sci-fi film. Uh, directed by uh, Hironobu Sakaguchi, who is the creator of the Final Fantasy series. I imagine, Alex, that this is why they called it Final Fantasy, because <laughs> this is the only thing that ties it to Final Fantasy at all. Oh, man. Um, yeah, it, so, we'll get so it. it. W- yeah, it, this, uh, I guess, little fun facts is that this was the first photorealistic CGI animated feature film, mm-hmm. um, and... Uh, you remember Toy Story? Remember how that movie looks cool because they didn't try to do people yet because the tech wasn't there mm-hmm. and they just did cute toys. Yeah, Final Fantasy imagine if they did. The women said, "Fuck that shit." <laughs> they said, F- "Run it. It's fine. It's good enough." Yeah, I think it, I um, think it is important yeah. to note that this was the most expensive video game movie at the time yes. of its release, all the way up until. 2010, nine years later, when Prince of Persia, an even worse movie, (laughs) ended up costing even more. I think we've seen almost every movie in between 2001 and 2010 that was a video game movie. And, um... Yeah, that's the history of this podcast. Yep. Uh, there's a giant star-studded cast. Um, we went over it last week, but uh, we'll, we'll we'll get into it. It does have Alec Baldwin as the boyfriend <laughs> guy, and uh, Steve Buscemi. We'll we'll also talk about. Yeah, <laughs> you got a little Ving Rhames. The the like. The, the star-studded cast is just one of the many very fucking bizarre things about this yeah. film. Um, it's weird because there's so many things that are interesting about this movie, um, which is strange because it's so fucking boring. Um, now, now, now it's expected of me on this podcast that that <laughs> that I will recap the plot of. <laughs> For you, for you listeners who haven't seen the film or the television show that we're discussing, um, I am genuinely not sure if I could do this. Um, my yeah, brain... I, I've, I've, I've offered to help because it seems like <laughs> y- you, you are having trouble retaining the plot of my this. My brain thing. just refused to retain any of the information presented in this movie because the movie also doesn't care about any of the information presented in this movie. This is true. I, your, your brain, your brain rejected this movie like a virus. It really did, man. Like I don't, I don't understand how this thing is simultaneously like so impenetrable and confusing and convoluted, but also nothing fucking happens in it, and it's less than two hours long. It's it's oh, it's man. a whirlwind. It's amazing. Um, so listen, it's it's the future. Um, it's yes. the United States, I guess. 
Um, yes. Not not like Final Fantasy land or any of that shit. Uh, and 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 we are fighting a war against the alien hell ghosts, uh, and they are called phantoms. Uh, and Dr. Aki Ross uh, is allegedly a protagonist of some kind, uh, and she and her boss believe uh, that everything in the world has a spirit and that the Earth has a spirit. Um, and I don't really know what that has to do with anything, but the point is that there, there's like a bunch of dudes with machine guns and, and like space marine armor, and they're going to have to stop the alien ghosts. Or maybe the alien ghosts are good, actually. I don't fucking know. Um, that's all I got. <laughs> I uh, I mean I I don't have much to correct there. <laughs> that was I I wish that the movie had more <laughs> for for me to expand upon. Um and it and it does and it doesn't. Um my my main complaint about this movie I'll get into later is just that it 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 sure sets up a lot of stuff and then it just becomes Halo. Yeah. Uh, in a bad way where it's just like dudes with guns and I was like this I did not expect it to just be a dudes with gun movie, but it's, it totally is. Yeah. Um. Do you do you want to cover some of your general thoughts, or do you want me to just get into it here? Um. Well, I just wanted to mention that um I watched this on YouTube, and my favorite comment in the YouTube section said, uh, and I quote verbatim, "This movie can do better, but all movies can do better as well. For all are not perfect, <laughs> comma." But one thing is for sure is that this movie is made back in the year early of 2000s. That is accurate. <laughs> this movie is definitely made in the early 2000s, and it fucking shows. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, yeah, like you mentioned, um, this was not even remotely what I expected it to be. Um, longtime listeners might remember our episode uh, about Final Fantasy Advent Children, uh, which came out a few years after this movie. Um, and I thought this was going to be one of those. Like, Final Fantasy Advent Children is a bunch of fucking anime bullshit. It's all, like, high-octane, over-the-top dudes, like, jumping 50 billion feet in the air and doing a million sword slashes, and none of it makes any yeah. fucking sense. Um, and this is not that. It's, like, not even remotely close to that. Um, well, not to mention that Advent Children is also a canonical... Uh, direct continuation of Final Fantasy VII. This has nothing to do with fucking Final Fantasy VII. Okay, like, mm, hmm, hmm, okay. <laughs> I haven't really played any Final Fantasy games. I'm not really familiar with Final Fantasy. It's not really my bag. That said, none of the aesthetic or, like, the sensibility that I have, like, kind of, like, understood is what Final Fantasy is, is sort of about. None of that is here. It is just, like, it's just, like, a, one of the most generic, boring, gray sci-fi movies I've ever seen, and it, it mm -hmm. and it's and it's just like an American sci-fi movie. It doesn't have any of that like anime flair to it. It's it's yeah. It's hmm. <laughs> when we talked about Doom Annihilation on this podcast, and when we talked about several other films on this podcast, uh, we've talked about the film Aliens. Uh, and how a lot of video game movies are basically just aliens and that they are the plot where some evil monsters attack a facility somewhere, a bunch of marines show up and all die horribly, and then one of them survives and gets away. Um, this is not quite that, because the plot isn't nearly that coherent, uh, but it has the same energy as those movies that are basically just aliens, where, like, it's just kind of, it's just gray 
all the time. They're just like in gray hallways and there's like a bunch of dudes you don't care about wearing heavy armor and screaming and firing guns and the action scenes are bad. Uh, and then the movie is boring and nothing interesting happens in it. And that's, that's pretty much how I felt about the spirits within. I was, I was honestly disappointed because I want, I, I had heard that this thing was terrible. Like I had heard, you know, when this came out, uh, you know, and like subsequently years after hearing people talk, like remembering the spirits within people talk about this movie, like it's absolute fucking dog shit. Um, and the disappointing thing is that it isn't. The disappointing thing is that it's, it's, it's just mediocre and boring. It's not even ridiculous and stupid enough to be dog shit. It, it's, it's, it's not even, it's not even interesting enough to be god awful. And I think that's the most disappointing thing possible. <laughs> yeah, the guns are just guns. They don't have like swords attached to them. It's so <laughs> boring, no, man. Nothing. Oh, there's god. It's. No, like Advent Children, right? Mm -hmm. This that movie is overly long and requires a deep, intimate knowledge of Final Fantasy VII to understand anything what the fuck is going on. But at least I'm defending Advent Children. <laughs> Holy shit! Um, I don't know. It has some fucking limit breaks in it. It's got yeah. Sephiroth. It's got some things. Yeah. It has that motorcycle chase scene with a bunch of leffins. <laughs> at least, at least Final Fantasy Advent Children had the decency to have a man jump forty hundred feet in the air and then land on a sword and then jump off of that sword to continue jumping four hundred thousand feet in the air. It's the least we can ask for. Seriously, they, they put Final Fantasy in the title. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. I want. I would like to take. I would like to take a brief aside before you before before we get into talking about the visuals because I think that is the cornerstone of why this movie is garbage. Um, I would agree. A brief aside on on Steve Buscemi, who is in this movie, beloved character actor Steve Buscemi. I I forgot that it was him. I I I am in. The, all week in my head, I was thinking, what who what are they gonna do with Steve Buscemi in the Final Fantasy movie? I'm so excited to see this. <laughs> um it's really fucking weird to hear Steve Buscemi's voice coming out of like generic young white action movie character man. <laughs> yeah, he's like the most like normal, conventionally attractive looking man in the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's Steve Buscemi's voice. So it's really weird. Um, and they made this really curious... Um, I th This seemed kind of like a mistake to me. Um, this decision where they, they sort of accidentally gave Steve Buscemi's character all of the personality uh, and they forgot to give any personalities to anyone else in the movie. <laughs> You know, yeah, he he's got all the one-liners. He has like, all of the quips. He has all of the jokes. They're not funny, but but they have personality. Certainly, he, he has all of the one-liners. He has all of the all of the comic relief. It all goes to Steve Buscemi's character. None of the other characters have any personality. No, we don't know anything about what they like or how they are or the things that they do or how they feel about stuff. They're all just like generic action movie characters who generically emote and get sad when someone dies for two minutes and then go on and shoot more guns um and then steve buscemi dies like an hour in because of course he fucking does and then the entire rest of the movie is devoid of personality so that's that's probably the biggest disappointment uh besides you know um let's talk about how this thing looks um yeah genuinely um i don't know th there are cgi movies that i've watched that we've watched for this podcast that came you know even earlier, but like look better. Yeah. 
I don't um, know. This thing... You, uh, so first of all, like, just broadly on how it looks, you just keep waiting for this thing to finally transition to gameplay. You know, more more than any other movie that we've seen. More than any other movie I've ever watched in my life. Every time the camera zooms out and you see the back of a character who is walking forward slowly and holding a gun, I'm like, all right, the the heads up display is about to appear. (laughs) Yeah, were were you also thinking that, like, this could have just been live action? Okay, so this is what I want to talk about, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. There is literally no reason for this movie to be CG. It's like supposed to be this crazy groundbreaking thing when this movie came out. Holy shit, they made a photorealistic looking CG movie where the characters look like terrifying lifeless dolls. Um, But the textures look real and man, that hair sure does look like... (laughs) You know, it's got some real lighting going through it. You you know what else looks like real hair? Mm. Real hair. Yeah, that's the thing, man. Um... The entire, like I said, the entire movie takes place in, like, generic gray sci-fi military bases. Um, and none of the characters do anything that a person couldn't do, right? So, like, you think to yourself, okay, well, they're making the first photorealistic CG movie. If you are using this incredibly expensive technology at the time uh, to create the visuals for this film and try to make human characters that look like real people. The only reason I can think of to do that would be that you can have those characters do things that human beings cannot. This is why I assumed that this would be a ridiculous over-the-top anime bullshit movie. (laughs) Because Mm -hmm. if they're taking all of the fucking time and money to animate this thing instead of just filming it in a shitty gymnasium like they did with Doom Annihilation. (laughs) Well, obviously the characters are probably like flying around and doing kung fu and blowing up and doing all kinds of crazy shit. No. They stand rigidly in one place and fire machine guns. It's it's baffling. Like they they don't it's not it's not even to mention the fact that the character's design is also just like you know, four white guys, one lady, and a black guy. And they're and they're just regular humans. That's the classic like aliens but not <laughs> character lineup. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you you would expect like some weird Star Wars monsters to be part of the crew, nope. I guess, because it's the future. But nope. no, there's every single they, step. They of could the have way. done that. That every that would have been slightly more interesting. Every single step of the way, they go out of their way to not do anything interesting with this, like, yeah. visual medium that they're playing in and are just, like, r- like they're using millions and millions of dollars and millions and millions of animator man hours to mm-hmm. recreate, like, a shitty action movie. <laughs> it's so yeah, baffling. God. It's so crazy. <laughs> like, the, nothing fucking happens in this movie. It's so fucking boring. Yeah, and the the visual effects um, on the non-human things that are in this movie, the the the, the sci-fi bullshit, the fantasy elements, um, like particle effects and shit like that, were already good enough in two thousand one that it it all of that could have just been implanted yeah, onto totally. like a Tomb Raider. Like it could have looked like Tomb Raider, which yes, looks like shit now, but like it. It just looks like it was made in 2001, and that movie's not bad because of the special effects. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 yeah. wild. It's wild. Um, so, Mark, <laughs> you uh, you 
seem to follow the plot in this movie, which I think is absolutely fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, fu- fuck this movie, man. So, I I feel like this happens ev- like about every four weeks. I'll text you halfway through the movie and be like, this is kind of good, actually. <laughs> and then you're like, no, it won't be. And I'm like, no, no, I think it might be good. And then... At at the forty eight and twenty set forty eight minutes and twenty seven second mark, roughly, I always say, "Never mind, it's it's not good actually." And you're like, "There it is." <laughs> so this movie betrayed me and my willingness to pay attention to its bullshit. Um, it set up so many fucking things that had no payoff. So, uh, so it opens with with the main character recording her dreams like onto like a visual screen Mm -hmm. and i was like that's cool future tech i like that um there's no payoff as to why she was recording her dreams she's just doing it because oh i'm having interesting dreams well she's uh, Um, it's like she she's dreaming about the 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 alien ghosts and i so she's yeah she's dreaming about the alien ghosts because she has alien ghost cells yeah, that's why it's called Spirits Within, is people get the ghost stuff inside them. But then also there's like eight spirits that they have to collect. Go on, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so eventually she sees in her dream, ooh, I know the answer to blah, blah, blah. And then we don't actually get to find out that answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, we don't find out who the aliens really were. We don't find out why their planet exploded and killed them all and turned them all into ghosts. Uh, we don't find out why when these aliens die they just get to be ghosts who can still get shot i don't know um (laughs) that we don't understand why they are killing people Mm -hmm. um what what the fuck is a spirit okay (laughs) Um, we need to actually can we pause on the spirit thing i want to talk about this because this doesn't make no yeah any fucking sense we are gonna pause on the spirit thing they just like so and this is a concept that I was excited to like dive into. This was interesting to me. So the science that the science bullshit uh, that they are that that the whole movie's premise is based upon is that every living thing has a spirit, like from like uh, the lowest weed to people mm-hmm. to literally the planet that we're on yes. have like spirits that are running through them. Um, and like when you die, your spirit goes back into the the planet's spirit, and you know you're reborn again. Blah blah blah. This was interesting to me. And what they did with this is a eight piece MacGuffin. I don't understand this. They're like they're okay. I don't get this. I don't okay. Try okay. You try to explain this to me. I'm gonna. I'll try. This is my okay. Because they say everything has a spirit, and then she's like. Okay, but we have to find the eight spirits. Uh, one of them was a bird I found. One of them was this little girl. The other one is this plant. Um, but everything has a spirit. So what? What the? What the fuck is she talking about? And why do they need to collect all of this eight spirits to stop the alien ghosts, Mark? Well, <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? You see me. Um, the, the, okay, so (laughs) these specific eight spirits, which they have a scanner for, Mm -hmm. question mark, um, and they are scanning the planet with a satellite 
to find these spirits. Um, th- th- they are compatible. Um, they, they need to be compatible spirits. We don't understand what makes them compatible because Mm-mm. the movie doesn't tell us. No. But just rest assured, the <laughs> other 17 billion spirits on planet Earth are not compatible. Um, and they need to find the the ones that will lead them into dangerous situations for the purpose of the plot. Um, uh, so <laughs> my favorite thing... So I'm going to talk about the ending now, mm-hmm. um, which is my favorite thing in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, big, so, big air quotes around favorite. <laughs> yeah. So there's a big confrontation at the Impact Crater, which is also the ending of Metroid Prime. So I was excited. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, so they go to the Impact Crater where the aliens uh, meteor, which is actually a piece of their destroyed planet, Hit the Earth, oh God, and that's where the. I've already that's forgotten where the... so many of these things that you're saying. <laughs> like you say them, and it like pings in my yeah. brain. Like, oh yeah, I was like listening to someone talk about that three hours ago, but it's already gone. <laughs> so yeah, so oh man, so they go to the impact crater to find the eighth spirit, which is inside mm-hmm. one of the ghosts. Ooh, drama. <laughs> um. And a big, like, fight happens. The military guy is also trying to fire a gun, um, but he fires it too hard and the and the base blows up. So they're able to accomplish their hippie bullshit, uh, unite the eight spirits uh, ending instead of blowing up the aliens. Mm-hmm. So everything's hunky-dory. But the reason that's allowed to happen is that her boyfriend, uh, voiced by Alec Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> so Alec Baldwin uh, sacrifices himself uh and creates the, the the spirit link or some shit what and then it and then it all works uh-huh. and everything's fine so then they awaken well she awakens holding the boyfriend's body to like a new world where a bunch of new life has emerged is that what happened uh, and there's plants again and it looks pretty Wait, what? yeah well what? they it, <laughs> the final sure. shot of the movie I'll is, believe anything you say <laughs> I, I promise I'm getting to the part that matters. <laughs> the, the the final shot of the movie is like a beautiful earth vista where like there's plants again because they did the good thing mm-hmm. and, and life has returned. Anyway, <laughs> so then the camera zooms in on her holding her boyfriend, voiced by Alec Baldwin. Mm-hmm. It zooms in on his eyes like they're about to open. Um, And then the credits just start rolling. Yeah. <laughs> Like no, he's actually dead. You know, you know how movies do that thing where like it'll show the dead guy's face, and then he goes, uh, uh, and then he opens his eyes a little bit, and it's like, oh my god, I thought you were dead. I I could sense that coming a mile away, but then it just cuts, yeah, and the movie's over, and he's really dead. Yeah, it's one of those movies that doesn't ha- really have an ending. It just kind of stops happening, and you're like, oh, thank God, <laughs> finally. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was a little bit relieved that the movie was over, but <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I still was hoping for anything to pay off. There's also a bunch of heady concepts, such as, like, the concept of, like, scientific progress versus bu- brute military strength. Um, the idea of, like, having faith in supernatural things. Mm-hmm. Uh, the idea of, like, terminal illness, which is brought up more than once and is also, like... Like, like she is supposed to be a metaphor because she's a host to this alien parasite, but then she just gets cured by uh, the spirits, <laughs> I guess. It's um, hmm. 
fuck this, man. Yeah, like, this... anything else you want to say about <laughs> Final Fantasy The Spirits Within, I feel like we've almost spent more time on it than it deserves. I, man, I really am so fucking disappointed. I thought this was going to be, like, hot trash in the best possible way, and it was just, like, totally. boring in the worst possible way. Like, what a uh, bummer. I mean, you you said it. I, I got I don't got nothing left. Yeah, yeah. What are we watching next week, Mark? Um. So you just learned that this existed, and I watched <laughs> I sure it did. as a child. It's it's like the opposite of what usually happens. <laughs> um. So beautiful Joe mm-hmm. is a video game. It was one of the Capcom Five um, on GameCube, and um, it is an anime. There's an anime series based on Beautiful Joe. If I remember correctly, I could be wrong, but I think it's in the same style as Kirby right back at you. Cool. So it looks um, like shit is what so you're saying. It looks like shit half the time yeah. and the rest of the time okay, it's cute cool. anime. Um yeah. <laughs> so it's based on it's based on Beautiful Joe. Uh there's fi- <laughs> there there's 51 episodes. We're going to watch 3 of them. I'm going to find out if there's any memes <laughs> that came from this show. Um yeah. Uh, yeah, it it, sh- it should should be a standard triple C episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have um I I played Beautiful Joe once for about twenty minutes and was like, all right, I'm bored of this. Uh, never seen the show. Don't really know anything about Beautiful Joe. It's gonna be a great time. <laughs> it, the the game, if I remember correctly, came out around the same time as Paper Mario Thousand Year Door, which is like yeah. that that's an easy cop. Like I'm not I don't give a <laughs> fuck about any other game right now. <laughs> Yeah, I can't. I can't imagine giving a fuck about anything else in the release gear of Paper Mario: The Thousand Year Door. Sorry, yeah. this video game is consumed by entire existence. <laughs> Where can people find the podcast on the internet, Mark? Uh, well, if you're looking to find the podcast on the internet, you can start on Twitter uh, at Cartridge Cinema. That's at Cartridge Cinema. Uh, join the Discord. It's linked uh, in the pin post of the Twitter if you haven't already heard. We're doing movie nights. Uh, it's every Friday and Monday mm-hmm. um, of the quarantine uh, until you know until further notice. It's going to be happening. Uh, yep. And we're, we're having some fun. We're doing we're doing Twilight on the the night that this releases. Yep. Uh, so tune in. <laughs> Very it's, excited. It's good Very how this excited is, to watch It's Twilight. good how this is working out. I like this. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and your favorite podcasting app are just some of the myriad of places you can listen to the show. Uh, uh, we're on everything. Find us. <laughs> rate us. Give us five stars. That helps other people find us, uh, mm-hmm. and that would be chill. Uh, the music is by DJ Tin Man. The art is by Courtney Kaufman. For me, it was Tuesday. Fuck cops. Don't join the military. Peace. Peace. (laughs) What was that? Peace. 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 Are you okay? (laughs) What? (laughs) Shut up. I know it's not actually Tuesday. (laughs) Shut up, Amanda. Well, that's gonna, that's gonna be a podcast. Yeah, that's a that's 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 a stinger if you want it. Yeah. All right, I'm outie. <laughs>